Blog Talk Radio. If you want to experience the very best of life, you must believe that you deserve the best. Too many religious people are taught to believe that they don't deserve anything. And some religious people even pray that prayer. Oh, Lord, I know I'm not worthy. I'm going to ask for some confessions on national television. How many of you have ever prayed a prayer like that? Lord, I know I'm not worthy. Come on, up with those hands. Chicken. All right, I have too. I know better now. I know the truth and I'm free. But listen, anything that you don't feel you're worthy of, you can't have. Anything that you feel you do not deserve, that you're not worthy of, you automatically cut yourself off from that good. Listen, you cross yourself up when you pray and ask the presence of God in you for something, and then you say, now, Lord, I know I'm not worthy. You might as well forget it, honey. (laughs) Believe that you deserve the best. Now, let me give you a bombshell. I want everybody to get quiet. Everybody just walking, sit in the nearest empty seat. Quickly, listen. I want you to hear this. If you ever heard anything, I'm going to tell you something that's only going to take 10 seconds to tell you. But I want you to hear this if you forget everything else I've said. Because what I'm about to tell you will bring you anything good that you desire, and it will bring it to you quickly. It will bring it to you in the nowness of consciousness. Listen. Anything that you can actually think and feel that you are worthy of must come to you. Don't clap yet. Hold on. I want to be redundant about this. Please listen. Hang on to every word. Anything that you can honestly think and feel that you deserve must come to you. If any person in this congregation are listening on the radio or looking at on television, if you can honestly think and feel that you are worthy and deserve a million dollars, that million dollars must come to you. which we call the science of living, we say it this way. Whatever you want in your experience, hold it first of all, accept it first of all in your consciousness. If you could get a million dollar feeling, a million dollars would have to come to you if it looked like it was dropping out of the sky. It wouldn't actually be coming from outside of you. It would be coming from within your own consciousness. And, of course, this is one of the great mystic secrets. Nothing really comes to you from outside of you. Everything comes to you from within your own consciousness. Everything comes to you from within your own inner feeling about 
yourself. Not according to what others think and feel about you, but your experiences come to you. Your cursing or your blessing, your good or your evil comes to you out of your own inner consciousness. And once again, let me make the startling statement. If any person could honestly feel and think that he is deserving and worthy of a million dollars, that million dollars would come to him so fast until it would make his head spin. Now, wait a minute. We've had an example in this service. Mother Packnett, who used to be the blind old lady, and who was healed, and she was taught by me and many of our services that we deserve the best. This is what I teach the people, that you deserve the best. You deserve the best because you're God's child. You don't have to beg God for anything. The day of begging, praying is over. This is the day of accepting the goodness of God. this loom to be such an explosive political year because this is the year of politics this is the year when all of the white politicians are going to come into the negro community you never see them until election time you can't blame them until election time they're going to come in with false promises and as they make these false promises they're going to feed our frustrations and this will only serve to make matters worse I'm no politician. I'm not even a student of politics. I'm not a Republican, nor a Democrat, nor an American, and got sense enough to know it. I'm one of the 22 million black victims of the Democrats. One of the 22 million black victims of the Republicans and one of the 22 million black victims of Americanism. And when I speak, I don't speak as a Democrat or a Republican. I speak as a victim of America's so-called democracy. You and I have never seen democracy. All we've seen is hypocrisy. When we open our eyes today and look around America, we see America not through the eyes of someone who has, who has enjoyed the fruits of Americanism. We see America through the eyes of someone who has been the victim of Americanism. We don't see any American dream. We've experienced only the American nightmare. We haven't benefited from America's democracy. We've only suffered from America's hypocrisy. And the generation that's coming up now can see it and are not afraid to say it. If, if you go to jail, for so what? If you're black, you were born in jail. If you're black, you were born in jail. In the North as well as the South. Stop talking about the South. Long as you south of the long as you south of the Canadian border, you're south. Don't call Governor Wallace a Dixie governor. Romney is a Dixie governor. 
two million black victims of Americanism are waking up and they're gaining a new political consciousness, becoming politically mature. And as they become, uh, develop this political maturity, they're able to see the recent trends in these uh, political elections. They see that the whites are so evenly divided that every time they vote, uh, the race is so close, they have to go back and count the votes all over again. And it, it, which means that any block, any minority that has a block of votes that stick together is in a strategic position. Either way you go, that's who gets it. You're, you're in a position to determine who goes to the White House and who stay in the doghouse. You're the one who has that power. You can keep Johnson in Washington, D.C., or you can send him back to his Texas cotton patch. You're the one who sent Kennedy to Washington. You're the one who put the present Democratic administration in Washington, D.C. The whites were evenly divided. It was the fact that you threw 80% of your votes behind the Democrats that put the Democrats in the White House. When you see this, you can see that the Negro vote is the key factor. And despite the fact that you are in a position to, de to be the determining factor, what do you get out of it? The Democrats have been in Washington, D.C. only because of the Negro vote. They've been down there four years. And all other legislation they wanted to bring up, they brought it up and gotten it out of the way, and now they bring up you. And now they bring up you. You put them first, and they put you last. Because you're a chump. A political chump. In Washington, D.C., in the House of Representatives, there are 257 who are Democrats. Only 177 are Republicans. In the Senate, there are 67 uh, Democrats. Only 33 are Republicans. The party that you back controls two-thirds of the House of Representatives and the Senate, and still they can't keep their promise to you, because you're a chump. Anytime you throw your weight behind a political party that controls two-thirds of the government and that party can't keep the promise that it made to you during election time and you are dumb enough to walk around continuing to identify yourself with that party, you're not only a chump, but you're a traitor to your race. they come up with. They try and pass the buck to the Dixiecrats. Now back during the days when you were blind, deaf, and dumb, ignorant, politically immature, naturally you went along with that. But today as your eyes come open and you develop political maturity, you're able to see and think for yourself. And you can see that a Dixiecrat is nothing but a Democrat in disguise. You look at the structure of the uh, government that controls this country. It's controlled by 16 senatorial committees and 20 congressional committees. Of the 16 senatorial committees that run the government, 10 of them are in the hands of Southern segregationists. Of the 20 congressional committees that run the government, 12 of them in the, are in the hands of Southern segregationists. And they're going to tell you and me that the South lost the war.
thought a big Boston fern would go well in that corner. What do you think? I think it's very fine, baby. Very fine. Thank you. I just wish you'd put in a telephone so your father and I wouldn't have to worry so much. Mama, I'm going to get a phone. It's just that they want $75 for a deposit, and I can't swing that right now. Melanie, I can give you the money. I don't want you giving me money. I want to make it myself. Then let me lend it to you. No. I think it's downright selfish of you the way you make us worry so much. Worry about what? I'm fine. Melanie, anything can happen to you living over here with these people. What do you mean, these people? They're my people, Mama, and yours, too. Or have you forgotten that over in Linden Hills? It's not what I meant, and you know it. I mean, these streets, this house, it's so shabby yeah. and run down. This is how poor people live. You're not poor, Melanie. No, Mama, you're not poor. You're the one with a husband in real estate with a five-figure income and a house in Linden Hills. All I've got is my unemployment and, and an overdrawn checking account. This is all I can afford. You could afford much more if you hadn't dropped out of college. Yeah, I knew it. I knew you'd get around to that. You'll just never understand, will you? Understand what, baby? That my place is here, with my people. Melanie, what help could you possibly be to these people while you're living hand-to-mouth on a file clerk's check? Well, at least I'm here, in day-to-day -day contact with my people. Instead of being like you and Daddy and sitting over in Linden Hills with a terminal case of middle-class amnesia. You'll have to live in the slums to care, Melanie. You don't have to try to be something you're not. Oh, God, I can't stand this. Trying to be something I'm not? Trying to be proud of my African heritage? That's being something I'm not, then fine. I'd rather be dead than be like you. Stuck-up nigger who's ashamed of being black. My grandmother was a full-blooded Iroquois. My grandfather was a black from a long line of journeymen who lived in Connecticut since the establishment of the colonies. My father was a Bajan who came to this country a cabin boy in a merchant marina. I know all of that, Mama. I am alive because of the blood of a people who never scraped or begged or apologized for what they were. They asked only one thing of this world, to be allowed to be. And I learned through the blood of this people that black isn't beautiful. It isn't ugly. It isn't kinky hair. It isn't straight hair. Black is just black. It broke my heart when you changed your I gave you my grandmother's name, a woman who bore nine children <laughs> and educated them all. Who held off six white men with a shotgun when they tried to drag one of her sons off to jail <laughs> for not knowing his place. And you had to reach into an African dictionary to find
find a name that would make you proud. When I brought my babies home from the hospital, I swore to whatever gods would listen that I would use everything I had or could get so that my children would be prepared to meet this world on its own terms. So that no one could make them ashamed of what they were or how they looked. Whatever they were, however they looked. And Melanie, that's not white or red or black or purple. That's being a mother. on Hindsight Radio. All right, I'm sorry. I, I did not mute my mic. <laughs> I, I What I'm doing, I got Facebook, oh, not Facebook, YouTube Live going. I know they could hear me. I did not mute my mic. <laughs> Hold on, let me. Uh, I got some I, feedback I here. I got Facebook. Oh, not. I got it. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So all of this stuff running at once got me a little bit confused. But anyway, thanks for tuning in to the Truth Tuesday show with your host Akeem Mel here on Hindsight Radio, the information station changing the nation. Sorry about that little glitch. But I'm glad you I, I played that clip. Thanks to Beth. She sent that to me yesterday morning. And I saw that show years ago, but never caught what Cicely Tyson said in there about her people. And so many of the younger generation decided to go on and get these Afrocentric names because someone said they was from Africa. And what's interesting about that is We know that we've been lied to for the most part, but we tend to still believe this whole from Africa thing. We all came from Africa. And, oh, all of this is a lie, but some reason we we, we hold on to the whole Africa lie. We're not. Majority of us that are here are not from Africa, never came from Africa. But to even make it even clearer, you know, I do know there was a place place here called Africa in this North American continent, right? I do know that. So, you know, they, they started renaming things around the world to make you think you came from another land that you never came from so that you don't know that this land is yours, that they're living off of, that they got rich off of. While they got you thinking you was a slave, and you was nothing but somebody's servant, and they only give you the crumbs, why do they want you to think that? Because as long as you believe in that lie, you will 
not know that all of this is yours and belongs to you. She 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 broke down the Iroquois Confederation. Now the Iroquois Confederation that you see now all look mulatto, light skinned, pale. But you know that's not the truth. Iroquois. You see, they put that in the movie because they knew only a certain amount of people would recognize that because we weren't taught about it. I didn't know about the Iroquois Confederation until 2015, to my mid-40s. You see? So they purposely have misled us into thinking we're something we're not. And we keep speaking it. See, even in Malcolm X's Malcolm speech, he said, I'm not American, I'm black. He was proud of saying that. He, he, that means he didn't research his history. But yet, he was saying that the white or the pale face was, was liars, or the government's a liar. But they believed that. They stuck to those stories. See, we got to stop speaking on things we have not researched ourselves. We got to stop letting people tell us who we are. You have to go search out who you are, who's your family. Have anybody even searched out? I just showed years ago where to go. It's right there in the National Archives of the United States. You just put your last name in there to pull up everybody, pull up old census records and everything. I did this, said this many times. Have you taken the time to even just go play with that to see who your people are? Robin Gibbons was so lost, she changed her name, disrespected her mom and her dad and her ancestors by changing her name. And some of these gurus, that's what they were teaching. Oh, you need to change your name to this Morris name and this, that, and the other. And even I had jumped on that bandwagon for a while, but I never did it because I always felt uncomfortable with it because my mother gave me that name. And she gave me that name for a specific reason. So I'm going to go take and rob her of her, the, the the spiritual moment that she had to give me my name and change it to something else that I decide is correct for, for me because I just have this, I, I have this new mindset on doing things. That would be disrespectful. Although they don't follow what I do, that's still disrespectful. The Bible is very clear about honoring your mother and your father. So that your days would be long. I always remember that. And this is why we're lost as a people. We're not honoring the traditions of our ancestors. We're honoring the traditions that this government set up. Every other month, there's some type of holiday. Now this month, is, it's, we just got out of the, the Christmas holidays. Now we Valentine Valentine's Day. And then the next one, what, Easter. And then it keeps going on and on. All of these different traditions that we're buying into that's robbing us of our prosperity. And we're calling ourselves and saying things that is really causing us problems. I talk to so many people and they'll sit there and try to make excuse why they have these issues in their life. Well, it's this and it's that. You don't know my story. Everybody wants to tell their story about how many, how hard their life is. I'm not playing down how hard it is. I'm sure your life is hard. But there's no excuse for you not to succeed. There really isn't. With all this opportunity out here, there is no excuse for you not to do better for yourself. 
or you can keep identifying with all of those issues and keep telling yourself, this is why I'm a failure. This is why I can't be prosperous. This is why I can't have a good relationship with someone. It's because of this, that, and, and is he's the problem, she's the problem, the kid's the problem, life is the problem. You're going to keep telling yourself that story? See, it's not the problems that's the problem. It's the your ideas about the problem that is the problem, what you believe about the problem, the story you keep creating for yourself as an excuse to be a failure. That's the problem. Things are going to pop up all the time. Oh, we're going to keep, oh, man, this is this is why I got, I'm all messed up. Those are just distractions and illusions of problems. They don't become a problem to you buy into it and say, this is my problem. And in and, and, and some, some people, I've, I've talked to a few people, and they want to kind of throw shade on my other host. You think you can throw shade on my host, the other host on this, on this station, and I ain't going to call you out for it? Come on. They doing, I'm going to tell you this, they're doing a lot better than you're doing because they're trying to do, do a show for the public to help them. What are you doing, the ones that want to talk and throw shade? See, your words convict you. Your words reveals who you really are when you start talking. I guess people forgot who I was or what I was about when I first started this show and how I used to go in. I'm, that, that guy still lives in me, for real. I just had him in the cage for a while. Now I choose to unlock that cage and bring him out. Before I was just letting it loose. He was just running loose without a chain. But he's out now. He's out. I, I'm letting you know tonight I opened the cage and let him out. I, I mean, the ladies that are on this show are respectable, classy ladies. And in my opinion... Y'all should be looking at trying to emulate some of the stuff they're talking about. Because when I go on YouTube and I go on Facebook and all of these other things, I ain't seeing a whole lot of good representations when it comes to the sisters. You know, they they dropping it like it's hot, doing all these other, I know that's an old saying, doing all of these, showing their booties on the camera and all of that stuff. Really should be grateful that you have sisters on here and you have brothers on here trying to give y'all content that can uplift your mind. For real. This, this hindsight is a family. You, you're not going to come to me and try to slick talk your way and saying something slick and I ain't going to check you. I'm sorry. That's not who I am. Furthermore, the ones that speak in that, look at I'm looking. You ain't got time to be looking at nobody else's and trying to throw shade and say something. You ain't got time for that because your life is all effed up. I really know what I want to say. Come on, let me let me let me go. Let me you know 
<laughs> only reason why I didn't use the F word because I'm about to read the scripture out of the Bible, and I don't want to add that to this content, you know. But for real, that irritates me when you got these sisters get on here weekly giving positive content, non-judgment, and giving y'all information. Then you want to try to throw shade. Come on, that go somewhere else unless you don't like, you know, and go listen to. You know, what's the Nicki Minaj and all of them? They got stuff to say. I don't know how, you know, prosperous you're going to get off of that, but that's on you. Uh, Matthew chapter 12, 33, 37. It says, a tree is known by its fruit. See, people, y'all could talk all y'all want, but your mouth, what you say, the the fruits of what you say, I'm, I can see through all of that. You can't come at me with the, the nonsense. I'm not hearing, I hear what you say, but I'm paying attention to the fruit of what you, your actions. That's what I pay attention to. The Bible is very clear on this. It's either make the tree good and its fruit good, or else make the tree bad and its fruit bad. For a tree is known by its fruit. Brood of vipers, yes, the ones that want to try to throw shade. How can you be how can you be an evil speaking good speak good things, but out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks? A good man out of the a good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things, and an evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth evil things. But I say to you that for every idle word men may speak. They will give account of it in the day of judgment. For by your words, you will be justified. And by your words, you will be condemned. What does this mean? You're being condemned by your very own words. When you start talking things that are against prosperity and success, like, oh, well, I'm broke. That's con- you just condemn yourself to be broke. I can't get it right. I'm not smart. You just condemn yourself to be not being smart. You just condemn yourself to not getting it right. You have to speak with authority that you want to be. You say you want to be. But see, really, deep down, the reason why it's so hard to speak good of yourself, of ourselves sometimes, because we spend so much time watching negative things, listening to negative things, and we have bought into the idea that something is wrong with us. That there's some fixing that need to be do, be done. And I'm telling you, there is nothing to be fixed about you. It's just the mere idea that you will need to be fixed. That's the problem. You were born and encoded with divine DNA wrong about that. God don't make broke. It's you that make yourself broke by your own thoughts. There's nothing but abundance out here. I don't care about the, what's going on, what they're saying about a pandemic. You know, they're doubling down on masks now and all this. So I don't care about all of that. That's what's happening out there in the world. Now, if you want to believe what the world tells you, that your your body is your enemy and you're sick and you're going to get this and get that, you're going to die, that all of these fearful things, that's going to happen. So you, you want to believe in that and speak on that, evil things is going to happen to you, just like the scripture said. See, it is that, it's that conversation you're having in your head that is the problem. 
It is no one else. It's nothing else. It's that very conversation that that you're downgrading yourself from the the place of God. That's that's what that is. That is the sin. That's the fall from grace. When you think you're something other than what you were created to be. And that is divine manifestation creation of the God within. You. Instead of trying to tear down folks, because maybe the only thing I could guess when someone would try to tear down the, the, the people on this show because they represent something they want to be and feel like they can't be it. And that's not true. That's a lie being told right there. You could be greater if you put your mind to it, but instead of instead of looking at and getting the benefit of what's being said, you're looking to tear down what's being said because you torn down. You tore up. You feel like you... Now, let me recode that. Because you feel like you tore down. Because I don't see anybody as being torn down. I see people thinking it's torn down. Their mindsets are torn down. Their mindsets are dead. But them, the, the, the actual spiritual being is nothing but divinity. But nothing but divine light. Sure. Truth. But we identify with what is not Spirit, we did, and we we look at this body and say it's imperfect, and this body is nothing but a vessel to keep you, so that you can be uh, in communication physically in this realm. So remember, you are convicted by your very own words. Stop saying negative things in your head, because what you say in your head, you're going to repeat them verbally over and over and over. And and there's another thing that I I I, I want to speak on, this whole thing that you're gonna save the world. Oh, I know it's good. I'm thinking about myself being prosperous, but what about other people? And, and you know, I want to help others and, and and fix their problems. I'm gonna tell you like the when I get on a plane, just was on it a couple of weeks ago, and the first thing they tell me is before I help anybody else, I need to put on my own life jacket. We don't have time to be fixing other people. I can't fix people. And I'm not trying to fix people. I'm only speaking these things to remind myself of what I need to do. You got There's too much work that we need to do on ourselves than to be worrying about how to fix everybody else. No, do, do we need to be charitable and giving and compassionate? Yes. But that's the ego thinking, well, I got to put myself to the side to help other people. No. That's wrong. You don't put yourself to the side and cause yourself harm while you're helping other people. Because them same people you're going to help, they're going to leave you stuck there with nothing after they take everything from you. Remember Christ, he was teaching, he was feeding, and they just all they kept coming and coming to get fed. And he said, y'all only want to hear me because I'm feeding you. See, he didn't let them take take everything from him. He gave willingly when the time came. Time is seven thirty seven. Yeah. Um 
what what else do I want to talk about? Uh, later on, um, Gilbert's coming on talking about the mortgage situation and things that you can do to if you have an issue with your house. That's coming up at the top of the hour, right at eight. Um, uh, if you're on Gilbert, text me what number you're on, so I'll know to open up your mic. Um, and I'm going to talk about this W.A. Ben. You know, I've I've known about the W.A. Ben, but it was one of those things I have not read in detail. I have not read the instructions for it. And the instructions are very clear on this W.A. Ben and what you're supposed to do to do with it. Like people have asked me over the years, um, you know, how do I get out of you know them taking taxes out of my check at work what do i do i you know i some people tell them hey you need to you know just put exempt and all of those things when you read the instructions of this wa ben it is very clear on what what you're supposed to do with this and i'm going to read briefly the instructions uh where it's supposed to go and who's supposed to get it? All right, let me uh, move my screen over here. And um, I'm on I'm on Facebook Live. You know what? Let me put the I don't even know how to put the link in there in the chat. Y'all want to get on Facebook Live to see this? Uh, let me see if I can do that. Hang on, there it is. Over to the chat here. It's in the chat now. That's the Facebook Live. Um, all right, let me. Uh, share this screen here with the W8 Bend. All right. Oh, by the way, the reason why I was researching this W.A. Ben because I was sitting there today trying to go over the bylaws and the, the church that I'm creating, that I created, but I'm, you know, creating the, the doctrine, the all of the, how I want to run it, you know, because, you know, if you can't, if you're going to create a church, you got to create how you're going to run it, how, how it's going to run, who's going to be possibly your board of directors and all of that stuff. You got to do that. That's what I was studying today. All right, you, those on uh, YouTube can see this, what I'm reading here. Um, let me go up. This is instruction for Form WA Ben, Certificate of Foreign Status of Beneficial Owner for United States Tax Withholding and Reporting Individual. So this is the individual one. See, now they have a W-8 Ben E for entities. So if you want to do your trust, you have to go to the WA Benny. So I'm going to keep uh, general instructions. Purpose of the form is establishing the status for Chapter 3 purposes. Foreign persons of, are subject to U.S. tax at 30% rate on income they receive from U.S. sources that consist of. So if you receive your income from U.S. sources, 
they're telling you what the tax rate is. Then it has interest, including certain original issue discount, dividends, rents, royalties, premiums, annuities, compensation for or an expectation of services performed, substitute payments in, in a securities lending transactions or other fixed or determinable annual or periodical gains, profits, or income. Skip down. You know, I'm not, it's a lot to read. And if you, um, you know, that's too much. You can read this. Uh, and uh, let me put the link to this in the chat to where I'm at for this W8 thing. Because there was a way they said, oh, you got to do the WA band for this and all of that. There's a lot of confusion out there. So it says you must give form WA band to the withholding agent. So who's who are withholding agents? Your job, right? Or payer if you are a non-resident alien who is the beneficial owner of an amount to withholding. Or if you are an account holder of an FFI documenting yourself as a non-resident alien. If you are the single owner of a disregarded entity, you are considered the beneficial owner of income received by the disregarded entity. Submit form WA BIN when requested by the withholding agent, payer, or FFI, whether or not you are claiming a reduced rate or exemption from withholding. So they're saying... Like for me, you know, I have um, hindsight radio. So when someone want, if someone did some business with me, and they want my EIN, I would give them the WA bin instead of the W nine for my EIN, letting them know what my foreign status is. Okay. Then it says, do not use form WA bin if you are described below. You are a foreign entity documenting your foreign status, documenting your Chapter 4 status, or claiming treaty benefits. Instead, use Form W-8-BIN-E. So they say if you're a foreign entity, use W-8-BIN-E. You are a U.S. citizen, so U.S. citizens can't use this form. Even if you reside outside the United States or other U.S. person, including a resident alien individual. Instead, use Form W-9 to document your status as a U.S. person. So what they're saying, a W-9 documents you as a U.S. person. So if you give your employer or anybody you're working with as a contractor, a W-9, you're documenting yourself as a U.S. person. You're supposed to be giving them a W-8 bin with your EIN number. Okay. Uh, Lee, nine eight number eight whatever. Preferably be that nine eight number. You are acting as a foreign intermedi- intermediary that is acting not for your own account but for the account of others as an agent, nominee, or custodian. Instead, provide the W eight I M I. You are a non-resident alien individual who claims exemption from withholding on compensation for independent or dependent. Personal services performed in the United States. Instead, provide Form 8233. So they're saying if you're a non-resident alien individual, you you give them Form 8233 or Form W-4. Okay, so you, you, you don't fit that description, right? Let's skip down. It says, given Form W-8-BEN to the withholding agent. Do not send Form W-8-BEN. What happened? My screen went away. Hang on. 
Hang on. Something happened here. My whole screen. Let me go back to where I was. Something. I didn't do anything. Something happened here. Okay, here we go. All right, we're back. Let me make sure I'm sharing my screen. Because my whole screen just <laughs> did so weird. I, I must be telling y'all too much. Hold on. Uh, I can't even find my whole sharing thing now. Let me make sure I'm still sharing. All right, it says I'm still live streaming. Stand by, y'all. All right. Wow. All right. Nope, I don't want to end the meeting. I can't, like, my whole sharing part, well, I'm just continue to read this because my sharing the screen just went away for some reason, and I can't find uh, the icon to share. So they, they didn't want y'all to read that because I didn't do anything. I did nothing. It just automatically cut my sharing off. Okay, let's see. Let's go back here. All right. All right, we're back. That was weird. All right. Okay. Okay, see, it, I, I was about to show y'all something because they've been telling y'all to send this thing to the IRS. And this form specifically says you don't send it. You only give it to the withholding agent. This is the equivalent of a W-9 form for U.S. persons or U.S. citizens. So you give the W.A. bin to the withholding agent. Do not send form W.A. bin to the IRS. Instead, give it to the person who is requesting it from you. Generally, this will be the person from whom you receive the payment, who credits your account or a partnership that allocates income to you. An FFI may also request this form from you to document your account as other than a U.S. account. Give form WA Ben to the person requesting it before the payment is made to you, credited to your account, or allocated. If you do not provide this form, the withholding agent may have to withhold the 30% rate under Chapter 3 and 4, backup withholding rate, or the rate applicable under Section 1446. If you receive more than one type of income from a single withholding agent for which you claim different benefits, the withholding agent may at its option, require you to submit a form WABIN for each type of income. See? And it says this form expires, expiration of form WABIN. So you got to keep giving this form. Generally, a form WABIN will remain in effect for purposes of establishing foreign status for a period starting on a date the form is signed and ending on the last day of the third succeeding calendar year unless a change in circumstances makes an information on the form incorrect. For example, a form WA been signed on September 30, 2015, remains valid through December 31st, 2018. However, under certain conditions, form WA been will remain in effect indefinitely until a change of circumstances occurs. To determine the period of validity for form WA been for purposes of Chapter 4, see Regulations 1.1471-3. All right. That's all I'm going to read. So basically, when you go open up a bank account, they they have you fill out 
you don't they don't give you the physical paper anymore. They, they that W nine is on their screen, and you sign off on it. Hey, that you're validating the number that you give them is a valid nine digit taxpayer or EIN number. So you're supposed to give the bank the WA bin also. You see? That's what you're supposed to be doing. According to what I'm reading here, I mean, no one told y'all that, right? I don't remember anybody telling me I was supposed to go to the bank and make let them know what my foreign status was. And the instructions clearly say you give it to the withholding agent. So you're supposed to put the the people you're doing business with on notice with the WA bid. There you go. All right, I just wanted to share that with you. That was that was some revealing information for me that I wanted to share. All right, uh, it's seven fifty one. Uh, let me find Gilbert. Um, I don't. Let me see what his number is. Press one, Gilbert, if you can hear me. You know, I don't be knowing numbers by heart. Oh, while I'm looking for this number, um, let me see if he's on. I got his number here. He may not be on yet. No, he's not. Um, Let me text him real quick. While I'm on here, Hey, you guys better start uh, taking advantage of these uh, these cryptos. Um, yes, yes to what? I just I don't know what that meant. Um, let me let me see if he's on. He might not get on to eight. All right, while I wait for that response. Um what I what I want to talk about. Um he said three minutes, he's coming. All right. Um while he's coming and we got the other shows. Tomorrow is the Solomon's Temple show at ten AM Eastern Standard Time. Uh the one hour show. Uh and then we have Thursday, the Divine Connection show. Um, with Jessica and Tasia. And then we have uh, the Raising Independent Thinkers show on Monday. I mean, on Sunday, <laughs> 7 p.m. Eastern time, thinking ahead of myself. And Monday is the Bombay show. He had a very good show. I listened to him yesterday uh, talking about things. And, um, you know, he, he was saying some good things about being accountable for what you're doing and, and, and what you're learning. And I got to remind you guys, you better start working on getting those passports done if you haven't done them yet. Correcting that status through your passport. Because things is about to get serious with what they want to do with this whole vaccine and things like that. They're not not telling y'all the the full story with all these people who are taking these vaccines. Because I'm doing a live video, I'm not going to go into any details about all of that. All I know is I, you know, I know what I'm going to do about it. <laughs> and I'm not worried about it. Um, but while we're waiting on Gilbert, if anybody got any questions or comments, let me see what the chat is looking like on, uh, on YouTube here. 
uh, where's that screen? See, I lost all my uh, my windows. It's just like that was weird how that went down. Okay, you don't want that window. Let's see. Even my YouTube window went down. Um, yeah, they, they, they're messing around. Let's see. It might get a little feedback because I'm going into my YouTube channel. So where's my live video? Now my computer wants to move slow. Uh, Nope, that's not what I want. Okay, let's go right here. Okay, live. It's the one I'm on now. Texting me. That might be... Oh. All right, here we go. Oh, now I can see the chat. All right. Go here. All right, let's see if any questions. Oh, you know what? I do have some some uh some questions I need to read. Some people ask me some questions that I need to answer. Someone was asking me I can't even remember the question now. Let me answer these questions. And I told him I would answer it on the air. Um, okay. Think is now I can't even remember these the name that oh there it is. Nope, that's not what I want. This one. Question is this. For the passport explanatory statements, do you keep... No, that's not it. That is not the question that I'm looking for. All right. Let's go to the next question. It had something to do with... uh, Oh, they wanted to know if they could use their 9-8 number at the job, like if they have work in a regular job. Nope, you'll get in trouble. You'll have problems. You have to, for jobs, they want you to fill out the W-4, but you can give them a W-8 bin showing your foreign status. You can do that. But you give them a number other than the number that they're looking for, that can cause you to lose your job. I've seen people do that before. And I know one person got fired, and uh, one person, they tried to bring criminal charges of fraud against them or some type of charge against them. Um, Let's see. The other question was, um, that was sent today. All right, where's this other question? All right, it says here, just so you know, I'm not a, 
answering questions by email. I've told people that before. I'm not responding to these questions by email. Y'all can get a private consultation or wait till I talk about it on the show. If it's something I can't talk about on the show and you're in my private membership, then I'll answer it in that class. But I'm not responding to every little question that comes to me by email. I'll never get anything done. It says, one question, do the passport explanatory statement need to be on long paper? No, eight and a half by 11. No, it does not. It need to be on uh, eight by fourteen. If you took the 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 one on one with me, I never talked about a, a long paper. No, that comes from listening to other people. That's that's what happens when you when you're listening to other people tell you what you should and shouldn't do. All right, so Gilbert is on. I'm trying to check this chat on YouTube to see if anybody had a question in there before. All right. So let's go get Gilbert. Uh, All right. He said he is 4827. I think that's him. Hey, what's going on, Gilbert? Silence. Wrong number, King. Ain't Gilbert. Wrong number. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hold, hold on. I'll get you right after him. Hang on. Oh, 1948. You got to press 1, Gilbert, so I can find you easier. Oh, uh, I got you. I got you now. Hello? All right. There we go. Okay. How you doing, Kakeem? All right. I'm doing good. What's going on? Tell us what's going on in oh, the housing make... world, the mortgage world. Well, it's going to crash worse than 07. I mean, we talk all the time, but it's going to be worse than 07 with these um, so-called forbearances that start started last year in March, but they didn't tell people they have to pay it back. So it only right. supposed to have been three months, went to six months, went to nine months. Now we're going on 12 months, and the banks don't even know what to do as far as, I mean, modification they will do, but they're supposed to put it the 12 months at the back end of the loan, but it hasn't happened with the exception of the non-QM loan. Yeah, so it's not happening. I mean, we talk, but I deal with the banks on a daily basis, and just to get modifications in, like in 07 when it crashed. Well, we, you know, because we talk, you know, five, six faxes. I've literally had three clients. Two of them have taken me on my 26 faxes just to get the paperwork under review, and they still don't know what they're doing at this point. Wow. So, oh, yeah, now my question is, it seems like this is done on purpose to keep make people go into default so they can so they can crash it. You know. Well, I don't know. That's what it seems I, to me. I think it's just they just don't know a team. I mean the problem is that, you know, when they started they didn't expect this COVID to go that far, but you know, I deal with the banks, you know, daily all the time, even with refinances just briefly. I have five friends, eight friends, five of them I closed. I have two other ones. Every one of them 
have 720 plus bicycles over 740, low value, good credit, good income, and it's still taking me three months to close. And the guidelines changed with bicycle scores. The banks increased the bicycle scores 620 to 640. You want to cash out at 660 prior to March of last year was only 620, no other restrictions. So, and then when COVID happened, they, didn't, they don't know what to do. So, for example, when you were on that COVID plan, they're not supposed to report you late, but people don't know this, that that CARE Act, each bank can has their own interpretation. For example, they're not supposed to report you late, but they're reporting the late fee. So you're late. Uh-huh. It's dropping people's uh-huh. bicycles. That's one. Another mm-hmm. one is pretty funny. Is they show uh, disaster relief modification on the credit report. <laughs> what, wow. what is a disaster relief that dropped their bike scores? So before, if you had a actual COVID issue where you did get that deferment, you could bring in the money to refinance the cash and then refinance it. But that changed in September just changed again in December and it just changed again last month. So I've literally turned down a hundred of those refinances nationwide. I won't touch them. Modifying, yes, but as far as the refinances, no. And if they see COVID or any type of that on your pay stub, I mean, we're fighting with underwriters. I mean, I don't mess up. I mean, I do everything right. And the broker I deal with does it right. And his girlfriend works for the bank. So I got the inside connection. But everybody is messing up because there's so much business that's generating because the rates are about 2.2. But we're getting emails at 2 in the morning from escrow and title companies for stuff like this. But I get tons of calls asking me about to refinance. I mean, I moved up to northern Sacramento. And every person but one has did that COVID plan because I tell them refinance. I don't care who it is. Oh, well, we did that COVID while well, you're screwed. Well, my realtor and broker didn't tell me that. Of course not. And the banks are telling you that because mm-hmm. we had a client that they did a two-month deferment, stuck it on the back end. It was a Fannie Mae refi. And, the, and it's people that I know that are refinancing it. They didn't tell the lady. And she goes, well, we recorded you. Because you never said I had to pay this back or you stuck it at the back end of the loan. And they we mm-hmm. we still I just don't know how to document it. That's that's the issue. So the values are gonna drop, it's gonna be worse than O seven and I mean guarantee you it's gonna go down. You know, just in Sacramento alone, it's gonna take them five years just to recover because everybody I mean, I deliver weed, you know, my side gig, you know that. And they have money for this, but I've talked to so many people that haven't made their mortgage or their rent payments, and the rent ended on the 1st. I don't know if they extended that yet. I haven't seen it in writing, or there's no fighting it, but there's nothing about the mortgages. They're going to start foreclosing on all those now. Hmm. They're supposed to be coming up with another stimulus again. <laughs> yeah, but it hasn't passed. Oh, it that's what they're passed. working on. Yeah, I mean, I look at it. So. Yeah. So, I, I mean, mean how many has it been so far? Two, three? Yep. Yeah. It'd be the third one now. It'd be the third one. 
But when you, so, you know, they put it on TV, they say about the 12-month deferment, they're supposed to put that so-called BS forbearance deferment on the back end of the loan. But when you call the mm-hmm. banks, they go, oh, we're not offering that. They don't think we're not doing that. There's the exact words. Bank of America, Chase, Mr. Cooper, um, Penny Mac, everybody, not one of them are doing it. The only ones that you, you are, that, you know, we... It, in that last bill, they gave the banks the option to do it. See, the banks didn't want exactly. to be forced to do it. They have an option to do it or not do it. So that right. was the – because I think that was a holdup why they couldn't get it passed with that little thing. So, yeah, we do. We got things in place to take care of people. But, yeah, like you said, they're not, they're not doing that. They're not looking out for people. Yeah. So I mean, the so only ones that are doing it, yeah, the only ones that are doing it are the non-QM loans, government loans, which is a bank statement program. I have one in El Centro that California that I'm doing, um, uh, modifying now. All he has to do is make one payment, and they'll defer the rest of the back end of the loan. But that's the right. non-government loans. But when I talk to the rep. The rep says yes, but then when I talk to somebody different in that department, they say no. And then I've, I've been faxing this paperwork since last June, too, and they didn't tell him when he, he was late in May and February, they didn't tell him he had a 30-day late. And he goes, well, they, they tell me in Spanish. He goes, they told me I didn't have to pay. And then after, you right. know, six months later, I had to pay. He's cutting them out. I go, well, I, I told you what's happening. You know, so it, it's either sell that house, modify it, or 1-800-U-Haul start stacking because it's going to be so bad at this point. I mean, the values are going to drop 50% or less easily. Easily it's going to go down unless they stick those 12 months at the back end. And like you said, it's the bank's option if they want to do it. And they're not going to do it. They don't care. All right. So, um still getting people calling you about, hey, I'm trying to discharge my house? Oh, yeah. Trying to stop it and it don't work. They go, you were right. You know, trying to get rid of the mortgage. And, you know, one guy, because I told you, he called me. He goes, oh, I go, well, where are you getting all this information? Well, I'm handicapped this and that. I go, well, yeah, now with COVID, you can, you know, fight it in court. You're not going to win. And I asked him specifically, where did you get this information from? Oh, a lady on Facebook. A friend, no, just a lady on Facebook <laughs> told me. It's amazing how people will just follow anything they see without researching what they're talking about and take a risk on losing their home just yeah. because they don't, you know, they're trying to not pay. Well, you know, you're not going to get away with government loans. I don't care what you do. People say, oh, yeah, they've done this and this. Well, where's the proof? I mean, we've talked and where they said they sent you proof. I go, this is just a BS court filing letter. This don't mean anything. What, what is it? I know people, yeah, that's you know? a crazy thing. People say, oh, I did this and I did that. Look at this and this is proof. And you look at it, it's nothing but a piece of paper that they filed. Nope. You know, with no you know, I'm definite. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nope. You know, nothing that shows that it was so paid many off. people. Yeah, nothing that shows that. I've told, yeah, I've told that over the years, and they just keep losing their house, keep losing because they keep trying to do this and try to do that, holding out hope for all of these fancy processes, 
in the meantime, I don't even know how they live under that stress of, you know, well, any day they could be selling your house and putting you out on the street. I don't know how, how, how do you – that's what I'm talking about. People are putting themselves in these positions and then want to complain that the government is corrupt. You know, huh? They it's, are corrupt. We know maybe that. They, maybe their government is corrupt, but, you, you know, you're not helping the situation trying to do processes that have not been proven to work. Now, I've heard people say, yeah, I just charged my house. I mean, even just say that, but they, they never showed proof of it, that they did it. No. Never. But, you know. And All right, I, well, how can they contact you if they need help with the uh, with, if they're having issues? Now, let me, before you give out your information, Gilbert, he is not into all of that patriot stuff that y'all talk about, discharge. So I, I say this all the time, but people still call and try you. Uh, with, yep. You know, want to tell you their theories. Uh, and I, I, know, I think at this point you've gotten tired of that. <laughs> Listen, if you want to save your house, properly give them a call but if you want to come with your, your theories from youtube and instagram and all of that stuff and or whatever show you listen to that says you can do all of this stuff, crazy stuff don't waste your time uh you want to give out your contact information yeah you can call me in california but i mean i'll pick up the phone anytime anytime from you know, 8 in the morning to 10 o'clock at night doesn't matter. I've had calls from people calling me at 1 in the morning their time, but you can call me on my cell anytime at 909-772-1948. But I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you about anything. Right. You know, yeah. some people have called me. I told them what to do. They don't like it, and they end up doing it anyway. So, you know, it's just, I don't right. have time to be playing games with all those processes, but I will tell you straight up. All right, so if, you, if you're having trouble staying in your house, you're fighting the courts in the house, uh, he's the man to call that can get you results. Now, he's not going to do no discharge once again. He's going to get you back on, you know, where you can comfortably pay your mortgage like you were paying before. Uh, anything else other than that? Um don't waste the don't don't waste your time. All right. All right, Gilbert. Thanks for coming on and clearing okay, all of okay. that up for I'll us. I'll talk to you later. All right. Thanks. Yeah, no problem. Thanks. Bye. All right. That was Gilbert. He 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 gets the job done. You know, the best you can do right now get back and paying your mortgage on time, so you don't have to be in those court systems. And, you know, until you have the money to pay off the house or, you know, or you can get in my private membership where I show you how to do your stuff through trust and you can, there's there's a way to handle business there. But I'm not going to go into any real details on that right now, but my people in my private membership know what they're doing. Um, if you want to know about my private membership, com. But if you want to get back into your, you know, paying your monthly mortgage like you were before, he can make that happen where you can't make it happen because he knows how to fill a bank. He talks the bank's language. All right, let's go to this caller, 727, I mean, 4827. Peace, okay. How you doing, bro? Hey, peace. What's going on? I'm chilling. I'm good. I'm good. 
I'm in the print. I'm in the premium membership. Let me just say this: if I came to you anywhere in the past, and I, and I, 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 I ain't do that. Say it again. I said if I offended you somewhere in the past, I don't think I did, but I, I, I apologize today. But <laughs> well, I don't, I don't, I don't recall you doing that. Uh, thank you for yeah, saying I, that, I, but I don't have any beefs yeah, with you I, or anything. I, <laughs> yeah, I, de- I definitely yeah. say that. Okay, I appreciate. It. Yeah, I've been catching up on the membership, man. So I'm kind of a little bit behind. So I'm just I catching gotta, up on a lot of stuff. I got to send out Sunday's video. I didn't send that out yet. Um, once I I'll probably send it out tomorrow. What we our meeting from okay. last week. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I'm missing the 14 steps, man. And what if you can't do the cash app on the POA? I mean, how, we can work out some some other way to do the POA. What do you mean? What are you, what are you talking? About? You I'm said, trying to figure out what you you're said, asking me. Okay, first off, I need um I need the 14 steps page. I ain't got the fourteen steps there. I don't know if I deleted okay, that. Okay, yeah, you that should be into that should have been in the um recruitment folder. It's in there. I ain't even got recruit. I ain't even you got, got that folder. folder. All right, I, send me your the, the date you signed up for the membership and all of that, so I can go back and recover what what you were sent. And like it probably okay. was sent to you, but you didn't um download it because I sent it. I sent everything as a group email. That that might have happened because I I was going through my emails and I, it was some things. It was one it was one folder I didn't download in time. So, that, so that you have to send me your, send me all of that in an email and then I'll get you what you need. Okay. All right. My other question is my other question is um on the POA. Uh, uh, is there an, that's is a there that's a membership can... question. That's a membership no. question. Meaning you need to yeah, ask me that right. when we in our private class. All right. I was just wondering if I could get if there another way I could pay you. That's all. Well, pay me for what? That comes with the membership. With the POA? Yeah. All right. I ain't get that one either, King. So I mean, I, if you I just want to give me some money, I'm I'm glad with that. If you're in the membership, that <laughs> came with the membership. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm I'm That's part I, of I, I, I email yeah. you. I email you later, so I right. don't want to confuse things. So I appreciate it, man. Appreciate yeah, it. Do yeah. God peace, man. That was it. Okay. So yeah, that right. was it. Yep. Yep. All right. Yeah, that's what you get. You get the POA. You get a whole bunch of membership. Order some files. You get, it's a lot of work to do. A lot of catching up to do. Some people are moving swiftly. Some people moving moderately, and some people moving slow. Everybody works at their own pace. But keep in mind. The membership is for one year, and I don't renew them unless you want to pay another year, which I don't think you need it. Then one year is good enough to get all of this information in and then get your stuff together, setting up your trust, getting your bonds and your UCC stuff filed properly. Um, what time is it? Eight seventeen. What else I have to do, have to I don't have any major announcements. Yeah, uh I will be doing a webinar pretty soon on probably how to set your your private your 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 individual self and your trust and connecting them to your ecclesiastical church and all of that, showing y'all how to do all of those things. But I have to finalize some things before I do that. Um 
yeah, I'm going straight full time church um with this. All right. Um that's it. I'm about to end this live stream. And then uh let me see. Let me end this live stream. To those on the live stream, thanks for tuning in. Peace. Uh, yeah, that was weird how my screen just did that. I know I didn't do it. I was reading. But to everybody on the show on Blog Talk, I'm gonna leave y'all with you know who I always leave y'all with, Reverend Ike. Some positive messages. Remember, keep your mind positive. Stop worrying about other people's issues and whether you can fix this and fix that. No, you can't fix their problems. They fix their own problems. Fix yours. You know, I have to remind myself of that all the time. All right. With that being said, peace and good night. The law of forgiveness is the title of the lesson. The law of forgiveness. From the lips of the Master Jesus, from St. Matthew, the sixth chapter, beginning at the twelfth verse. I'm going to read it to you and have you repeat it after me for emphasis as I shall pause. This is a part of what is called the Lord's Prayer, which Jesus taught the disciples Forgive us our trespasses. As we forgive those who trespass against us. Now we have a definition of forgiveness from Reverend Ike, and I'm going to have you also repeat it after me as I shall read it. Forgiveness is rooting up. gentlemen, forgiveness has a greater importance than the average person ever realizes. Many times people think that forgiveness is something that you do for other people or to other people. But the first thing that I want to call your attention to is that forgiveness is what you do for yourself and yes, to yourself. Forgiveness is for your own sake. So repeat after me. Forgiveness is for my own sake. You know, holding something against somebody else is just like two guys wrestling. In order to hold somebody else down, you have to stay down yourself. And in order to get a loose and rise, you have to turn the other person loose. Is that right? And so, to tell you the truth, forgiveness may also be symbolized in this way. Forgiveness is to stop wrestling with your hatreds and hurtreds. To stop holding something against somebody else. Because at the same time that you're holding something against somebody else, you are holding that same thing against yourself. Now, here's a statement again from Reverend Ike, and it's so important, we're going to read it together. 
You see, I'm dealing with forgiveness from a different perspective altogether. You're not just simply doing the other person a favor by forgiving him or her. The first person that you do a favor to by forgiving is who? Yourself. Now, here's what Reverend Ike says, and repeat it as I shall read it. When I pause, you thunder it back at me and let it cleanse you of hatred and hatred, even as we shall read it. Everything which you do not forgive yourself or another for. Will be repeated in your experience. make this personal and in the first person. Everything which I do not forgive another for. Everything that I do not forgive another for. Will be repeated in my